Welcome into the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome into another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. A proud member of Fantasy Points and the Fantasy Points Media Group. Reminder, use code. Oh, Johnny's very close. I was changing a light. (laughs) Right in the middle of my ad read. Reminder, use code TRIPLEPLAY22 to get 10% off. Everything over at fantasypoints.com. You reminded you remembered to do it because I, I stuck my face in there. It paused you too much from running past it. That's exactly yeah. it. So you were helping me. You didn't even realize it. Uh, but yeah, use code Triple Play 22, get 10% off over at fantasypoints.com. All the great tools over there. They have some DFS optimizer tools, research tools where you can check out targets. You can check out usage overall for players. So many things that can help you win some money, whether you like betting, you like DFS, or just your regular season long leagues. They have everything you need over at fantasypoints.com. Back with you guys tonight for week 12 of fantasy football season. We are in the home stretch, boys. Playoffs begin in two weeks. Yeah, it it always does. I feel like it always does. And maybe also because the World Cup's on right now. Like we're riding down. Johnny, have you watched all the World Cup action you can handle? I didn't watch the Argentina Saudi Arabia game. Five o'clock is a little bit one. too early for me. But five a.m. was on. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to miss much, but I did. Yeah. <laughs> I it was can crazy. Confident. Brad, have you watched a lot too? I have, and I watched. I caught the Argentina one this morning, and it was. I, I'm not as well versed in soccer as Johnny. I pretty much just got into it these past couple of years, but I know that. They have Messi, and they have a lot of other Champions League players and Premier League players, and Saudi Arabia had no one. So it was pretty crazy to see them dominate like they did. I wish I could tell you I knew what that was about, but I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, man, you got FOMO. Maybe we drop drop baseball and we pick up soccer. Apparently, like, a large portion of the Saudi Arabia team plays together on their same club level. So that mm-hmm. really helps with their organization and and just being able to stand up against Argentina with a defensive shape. They also just had like a crazy motor. Like I I was shocked to see how well they were running like from minute one all the way to 90. It was just crazy to see none of them get tired. Well, as much as I would love to keep talking World Cup, you know how much I love soccer. Uh, we do are talking some football tonight. And before we get into week 12, let's just go back to week 11 for a second. And let's give our wow moment. What's something that kind of stuck out to you from week 11 as we go forward into week 12? Doc, let's start with you. Yeah, so my wow moment, we go to the Jets, who are likely going to move on from Zach Wilson if it's not this year, the year after. Like, it, And no resemblance does he look like the franchise quarterback. And I was thinking, David, you and I probably started following NFL in 2005. The Jets haven't had a franchise quarterback in that time. They had Geno. <laughs> yeah, they started two years, but they had 
Chad Pennington towards the end of his career, Brett Farr for a year, Mark Sanchez for three, Gino for two, Fitzpatrick for two, McCown for one, Darnold for three. Oh, you did research on this. For two. Yeah, you had research yes, on that. I did. Um, I will say, oh, I guess I'll, I, before I say, I have a question here. Uh, Michael says, I don't think I've seen you in the chat before, Michael. Welcome. Hey, guys, should I trade... Alave, Antonio Gibson, and Gabe Davis for Alvin Kamara. Way too much. But these are all no. depth pieces for him. It doesn't matter. You need depth. You need depth. And Kamara isn't the RB1 you drafted him to be. I don't like trading Alave. So maybe if you could trade a different player. Like I would be okay trading Gibson and Davis, but I would maybe not Alave. Like if you, there's somebody if, else. If, if Robinson gets hurt, Antonio Gibson becomes an RB1 across you know RB1. all leagues like yeah no absolutely he's gonna get all the carries jd mckissick is out he'd get all the third down work he's a he's a workhorse if that if that ever happens so i don't i've given up all that for and gabe davis and wide receiver for alvin kamara i don't know it seems like a lot to me fair enough fair enough uh our guy rig checking in as he always does our guy happy tuesday yeah. um doc to your point though about zach wilson my, I put a question out the other day. I didn't actually like it was to somebody else that was asking a question, but is it realistic that we could see Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, or even Aaron Rodgers? I the Jets they next should go year? after Rodgers because they're not going to be in position to draft a top quarterback in the draft this year. So no. they might have to go that route. And would that be an attractive enough place to be able to get someone like Aaron Rodgers? Or I think Derek the big Carr. thing about Aaron Rodgers is the team's going to have to take on that salary, and the Jets can. Right now, it was reported today that he thinks he has a broken finger. So that could explain why he's been not quite Aaron Rodgers' level oh, of play. excuses, excuses. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, when he, what does he win? Four MVPs? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. When, I mean, when I'll he give threw him that, that wobbly ball against uh, the Titans on Thursday night, that was kind of like the nail in the coffin when he underthrew Lazard. That's, That's my first thing is he had a broken finger. Yeah, I, I think there could be something behind that. You sound and, like LeBron, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's hilarious. Uh, so Rick is actually touching on what we're talking about now. Our biggest wow moment, our biggest surprise of the last weekend, Doc, was the, uh, the New York Jets quarterback situation, how it sounds like it's going to keep being a revolving door there. Brad, do you have one? Yeah, kind of along the same lines. Um, it's, it's really the Eagles. Uh, they don't look like that dominant team that they were the first, you know, eight games of the season. Um, it appears like all you have to do is run the ball on them and they're going to fold. Like it's the Colts barely lost that game this past week. And that could have been two back to back losses against teams that they're better mm -hmm. than. So um, my wow moment was just seeing how beatable the Eagles are. I will say that Jordan Davis not being there is probably a big deal because it has it's coincided he since he's been out that they've been basically gashed true. up the middle. That's true, but he doesn't have – it's not like he's playing like 80% of the snaps there. Like he gets rotated in and out a lot. But I think he gets rotated out mostly on passing down, like third downs. I think he's in there on a lot of first true. and second downs. But That's it's definitely point. something that to be concerned about if you're an Eagles fan. They haven't looked like the same team. They need Dallas Goddard back. They do. He's out for they at least do. another three. John, do you have one? I was just wonderfully surprised and wowed by the great kicker weeks we had last week. I think there was like 
four yeah. or five around 20 points, you know, outscoring your running backs, outscoring your wide receivers from a position you don't care about. Love when that impacts playoff standings for fantasy. <laughs> Two kickers <laughs> got 20 plus points last week. That's insane. Money Mac had 17. Exactly. It was just a great week all around. If you had a, a kicker, you were doing well. If you had a good kicker, rather. Yeah, it's, it's definitely pretty crazy. Rick says, mine was Jeff Saturday should have played Jonathan a bit more down the stretch. Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. had the Eagles on the ropes like a Mike Tyson right. punch. Shout out to our TBF question for our guests. Yeah, it's a good point, that, Rick. I'm with you for sure. And Michael says, thanks, guys. I just have one more question. Do you guys think that OBJ is worth a stash or am I just wasting a roster spot? You're wasting a roster spot. I don't know about that. I mean, if you have a deep bench, like if you get seven players for your bench. David, we're going to have a dialogue. There are three <laughs> weeks left in the fantasy regular season. Okay. OBJ said he's not signing till January or till after Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is next week. So, okay, that's two weeks in the regular season. And that means he's going to be 100% up to the playbook. He's a playoff signing. For the fantasy playoffs. No, for the for real the NFL, NFL playoffs. playoffs. That's why he wants no, to go for to the fantasy. <laughs> Doc. He's an I'm NFL telling, playoff signing. I think I'm with Eric on this one. I think he's worth it. People are, ha- are stashing like Daryl Henderson before. Are you going to start him his first game back? Are you going to dare? Would you guys <laughs> rather have rest weeks, of what? season – Demarcus Robinson or like Demarcus Robinson, Demarcus Robinson, wide receiver one for the the Ravens. Yeah. For now we thought it was Devin Duverday weeks ago. I think Eric brings up a great point that you're you, there's a legitimate opportunity that you get OBJ for like one game in fantasy. That's so I by myself that OBJ I think is worth the last, if you have like a seven player bench that he's worth. I'm not doubting. I'm not doubting his talent or that he can affect the game. I don't think he's going to be around. Like it's just too late in the season. Okay. Well, he's, he's okay. making that real playoff push. This will be the part, and I'll give a pause for a second. This will be the part that you can clip, and then <laughs> when OBJ wins someone in league or Eric makes an OBJ pick up OBJ now video, that you could just clip this for the whole video because Never. I told Dave, you know, Dave, there's no chance you would start OBJ if you picked him up. Ah. Uh, we're looking at literally one week before. If he goes to the Cowboys, starting him. I could start. Who would you start, Demir Bird or OBJ? OBJ. Well, why do you have Demir Bird? I was just <laughs> thinking of someone obscure that could go off. Um, I'm with Eric on that one, though. Demir Bird is that I know he's at least going to play seventy percent of snaps. Yeah, with Kyle Pitts out and now too, maybe they go more three wide. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And Riggs says, "Right, we have the same record in fantasy football." <laughs> Yikes. But check out my points scored. Brad, he, Rick just comes in here every week and just poops on all your fantasy teams. Point scored does not matter. We have the same record. And then I'm going to come out on top. Don't worry, Rick. <laughs> and um, a water bet, 49ers versus Eagles. Who will be the last one standing in the playoffs? I think them and the Cowboys have to be the three favorites for the NFC. So, uh, David, you and I were in a group chat today. I think this is the year the Cowboys come out of the NFC. Remember not too long ago, really? Eric was saying the 49ers season was over, which he does yep. every year after like, <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> yeah, and then we keep trading our future draft picks. You're such a pessimistic fan. I hear never hear you excited about them. It's always like Eric, John Lynch. Bet under on a bunch of John Lynch sucks. Jimmy Garoppolo is trash. Why did we and, trade for four draft picks for 
a quarter uh, running back this season. Yeah, Eric like it, says season's over, shut it down. We should tank for a draft pick, and then they go and make it. To oh wait, the- I never said tank for a draft pick because <laughs> we don't have one. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, the 49ers looked great last night. It's it was really cool seeing them use the run like that and seeing you know Garoppolo basically just have to you know check it down and and get all that yak, and he was just making some great throws too. What did you think that, about that, Eric? Do you think they can actually? That was win his it? best game as a 49er, and he played a good game. He played he a did. great game. That's funny because does uh, it give you confidence, or do you think it's like a, a lucky game? Well, to go to the Cowboys' point, they're the team I'm most worried about them facing in the NFC because they have a similar kind of script to the 49ers, where they can run the ball really effectively now with Tony Pollard and Zeke kind of being a one-two with with Zeke being the two. They play really good defense, and I know maybe they need that second wide receiver, and that's where OBJ comes in, but. If they have a lead, I don't think that you can overtake it against them. That's fair. Uh, Kevin's in the chat. Cowboys and Eagles fans not, does not have kind words for those Eagle fans. You can check out his viral tweet. It's a about family Nick, show. We got to take. You can that check out his down. viral tweet about Nick Sirianni and see how he feels about the Eagles. Uh, Brunson in the chat. What's up, Brunson? I don't. Is it, I don't know if I've seen Brunson around here. So welcome into the show. Do I trade Zeke for Amari Cooper? Or Mike Evans? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. That's Are you thinking a great about it? question. I think this is a smash. That's a smash. I love my running backs. I don't know. Um, Amari Cooper has been terrible on the road, except for this past week. Well, how many Mike home Evans games do you think they have left? Hurt. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a that's a tough one for me. I think they was salvaged by two touchdowns, though. Yeah, and he's always going to get that goal line work. Well, no, Pollard got it first, and he couldn't get in on the first two, and then they put in Zeke. But That's also, true. Cowboys you're, you're aren't right going to score forty every game. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to hear think, their schedule? I think I lean. I think I lean. So Cooper. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, home versus Tampa Bay, at Houston, at Cincinnati, and then the fantasy playoffs is. Uh, Versus Baltimore, versus New Orleans at Washington. So he gets two out of three for the fantasy playoffs. And I'll have Watson for those. Well, I, are we I upgrading Amari Cooper now that Deshaun Watson comes back? Are that we upgrading him? Be. I think so. I think so. And Would you guys doing, rather I, have Amari Cooper? I don't know Cooper how much of an upgrade it'll be. That's a tough stretch in the playoffs, though, for Cooper. The Texans? No, the, for the fantasy playoffs, you said. Yeah, the, I think he, he plays the Texans the Saints. Was- and Saints in Washington. I'd say two out of those three yeah. are pretty good. Yeah, I'm going Mike Evans. Never trust Amari Cooper in big games. All right. I think Mike, I think I lean Cooper. Johnny, do you have a preference? I'd go Evans. I'd go Evans, too. Amari I, I, Cooper. If I'm going down swinging, I'm going down with Evans. Ray says, uh, shout out to your boy Mariota. You can still carry Atlanta to the division. <laughs> We we flip flop on Mariota every week. He's good game, bad game, good game, bad game. Yeah, he's been pretty interesting. Uh, from Saif, I think I said that right. That's his full team. Um, uh, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you can see his team: Geno Chubb, Barkley, Jamar Chase, Hollywood, Brand or uh, Jerry Judy, Pat Fryermuth, DPJ, Deonta Foreman, Cordell Patterson, Raheem Mostert, and MVS. On a three-game losing streak and need to make some trades, who should I get and trade away? Um, I, th- I think it's easier to do a, who you should do trade away because it's really hard without yeah. context of other teams to see who you could get for who here. 
I would say right now, no one's trading for Raheem Mostert because he's now been relegated to the backup role. And if you're in any type of competitive league, most people can see that. MVS is completely useless. I don't think he's even worth a roster spot, honestly, at this point. You maybe you could get useless. Oh yeah, MVS is is completely useless. Like he is. If you have him, you need to drop him and pick up somebody else for that roster spot. Huh? I mean, just you pick up OBJ, huh? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's take a, take a look at this for a second. Let me before I get back to the rest of this question. You had Juju Smith Schuster out. You had Kadarius Tony out, and you had Michael Hardman out. You had those three guys coming in as the top three wide receiver pass catchers this year for the team. They're all out, and he still does nothing. He is legit. Why did garbage. you sign him then? That's I mean that's based they, that's based on matchups though. Like Kelsey had, I was looking at the PFF score between or before the game most recently, and he had a sixty percent advantage. That's you don't see that. Like that's huge. So he it got exploited. Like I. I think if they need to throw downfield, I don't think MBS is useless. Jay, you you guys see. have a roster spot for OBJ who's not on a team than MBS. He says, <laughs> give, me MBS, or give me OBJ. OBJ, baby. <laughs> you, you can see why I'm bench, talking about MBS. MBS. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. How many targets do you think he got in that Chargers game? Three. I yeah, pulled up as four. You already pulled four. it up? Yeah. He got four targets in a game where he's the number one wide receiver. Yeah, David. For that team. Yeah, Sky Moore, who Sky Moore had seven catches going into that game, and he had five catches in that game. If that doesn't but he also had four I, targets the week before and he got 12 points. So I think only, yeah, you're looking at the, the bad. The only consistent, the only consistent target share in that on that team from week to week is Kelsey. And like that's really all you before Juju he got hurt. Too. Uh, he came fair, on late, but he wasn't in the beginning of the season. To be fair, yes. MVS says he doesn't care about fantasy football. So maybe the Mahomes <laughs> is like, fine, we won't give you stats. We'll just have you blocking and being the decoy. He has 47 targets and one touchdown this season. I'll put it like this. If he was on the waiver wire, I'd pick him up. Uh, I'd, like, I don't him. think he's useless. So are we going back to his question of who yeah, he needs Really to quick, trade? let's go back yeah, to the question. So. Uh, I, I would trade this. either Jamar Chase or Marquise Brown. Probably Jamar Chase because you'll get more for him. They're both hurt, though. Don't yeah, but if he's I... on a three-game losing streak and somebody can can stash them for the playoffs, kind of like that depth question the first Chase, person gave Chase us. Chase could come back any week. Yeah. You can't the keep only person... two, two of the injured people there. Or you get a, you're not going to get much for Judy. I'd trade the only person I'd trade off of this one is probably Quarterell Patterson. Yep. Um, I think he's got the most kind of he's kind of polarizing. People yeah. love him, and then people think he he can't be trusted. Really, I'm on the the latter part of that, and I think he's got some good value depending on who you ask. And you already have Chubb and Barkley, so I would you trade you know, Saquon if you could get no. a two for one in this? No. I would. If I could get a uh, Hall, hell, heck yeah, I would. But you need a running back. Like, who would your starting running back be? Let's say, let's say for him, you can get Alvin. What if you could get Alvin Kamara and Pacheco and Olave for Barkley? Would you do that? No, I would not do that. No. What about Alvin Kamara and Amara St. Brown? I'd rather have Pacheco. I might do do Kamara and St. Brown. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I'm low on Kamara because of the extracurricular stuff, but I think that. (laughs) Yeah, you told me he was going to get suspended. (laughs) 
I thought I, he was. I think it might Crazy be a hot topic. Hasn't. But I think Barkley might, with the way the Giants are constructed right now, losing another receiver. That's and what they I'm might saying. Start, and they might start losing games. I think he's, his value is going to go down a little bit. That's a good uh, Are you guys worried about Joe Mixon? Piran might take more touches from down the stretch. Consistently think, worried about Mixon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think for some reason he's always good in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, he is. Um, he has a concussion he's not consistent. right now. He's good for a thirty-point outburst and then gets you like five to ten the rest of the way. Wait, speaking of concussions, I, this wasn't a question asked. Do you think Matthew Stafford's career is over? I heard someone say that today. I don't think so. I've been thinking that for a while, and he hasn't looked great this year. Injury but aside, the Rams are going are going to go through a huge rebuild. Like Aaron Donald will probably retire. There's a good chance McVay leaves. Like Cooper Cup will probably be a hundred percent, but like they don't have any draft picks this year, really. Did it? Didn't Donald just sign a new deal? He, he can. Did he it. can opt out after one year, though. And and players uh, can I, opt out at any point. So. Yeah, they can opt out whenever. It's just I don't think he'd leave all that on the table. I heard too. They said McVay is adamantly saying he doesn't want to go out of coaching like this. Like he wants to go out like. He doesn't want to go out basically being a loser. He wants to like go out on his terms. So like, yeah, it sounds he's like so he, young. It's so crazy to me that he's talking about going out on his terms. <laughs> they should trade him. They should trade him to a contender and get some draft picks that way. That's That'd not crazy, good. Eric. I like that. An That'd old school coach trade. I love it. <laughs> and uh, Brad, you do have MVS. That's why I do. That's why. Like that's him. why I was on him. But yeah, it's. I think this was a very interesting week this past week. We saw a lot of injuries. We saw players kind of rising from the woodworks here. James Cook, shout out to Doc's most recent video on the YouTube channel. 11 yes, carries for over 80 yards. And um, maybe could be looking to split this backfield with Devin Singletary down the stretch. Before before we go into uh, betting, what do you guys think about Lamar Jackson the rest of the season? That's tough. Honestly. He hasn't been a top 10 quarterback since week two, I believe. Nope. It's tough because they're they're so decimated at the at the receiving options. Like Andrew still isn't a hundred percent. Obviously, Bateman's out for the year. Dev, like Duvernay, I don't think you could ever really count on as. I don't put it on Lamar as much. It's just there has been so many injuries around him, no consistency at the running back position. Like that that team would not be leading the division if it wasn't for Lamar. It's crazy to me. Like there's so many young quarterbacks that we've seen take huge steps when they had just a surefire number one receiver like Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. And it's mm-hmm. like, I, I just wonder what Lamar could do with somebody. He could just, just some guy that's like six, five runs a four, four and you just mm-hmm. throw the ball up to him and he can just get 50, 50 balls. Like he's never had that. Which wide receiver is going to be disgruntled that the Ravens could potentially go after. I don't know. I can't think of maybe. Um, Michael Thomas. He's not a surefire number one anymore, Michael Thomas. Brandon, Brandon Cooks, Cooks or DJ small. Moore? No, the Panthers kind of small. Panthers aren't trading him. It's they crazy already... to me that they couldn't make a deal for DJ Moore at the trade deadline. It seemed too much on a platter to send him to the Ravens. Apparently, they, they wanted to maybe, have some talent to keep to build around. Maybe Mike Evans, because uh, it sounds like Tom Brady might go to San Francisco after this year. <laughs> Where did that come from? Is that true? 
Yeah, that's yeah. You, have you not seen those rumblings? No, Brad's not. creating rumors out here. No. no. <laughs> um, uh, who was it? It was Brad. It wasn't Florio. It was somebody else, right? No, it wasn't Florio. Um, I've heard it. I've heard it a lot, though. I I heard yeah. uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is going to come to the MLS. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, let's talk about a little bit of betting before we get out of here. We got three games for Thursday that we can David, actually look at. You got to remind the people that. They should can, gamble responsibly and can legally. Can you give our disclaimer? Yeah, they needs to be done legally and responsibly. Of course, there's tons of organi- organizations that can get you help if you feel you need it. Also, we're not liable for uh, any picks you may make. Everything we do is really for a hobby and entertainment. That's it. Shout out to Very FanDuel nice. too, because they uh, when I deposited yesterday, they were like, you've deposited X amount. We just want to make sure you realize if you need to call help, this is the number for gamblers. No free, no free plugs, David. You just happen to use them. We don't particularly uh, support them over any other other brand. That's right. Unless Until you they guys want to start us. giving us money. We might have to make something happen. I I know someone that works at FanDuel. It's come on the show. Yeah. Now it's, it's legal in Maryland now, so we might have to. Let's see what we can do. Um, all right. First game, Buffalo minus nine and a half. Against the Detroit Lions at Detroit, do we I'm like the Lions? You like the Lions plus nine and a half there, Brad? Yeah, that's way too big with the way uh, Allen. I like Lions. the Bills. They just played in Detroit, so they're used to it. I was going to say game. I like the Bills because they don't have to travel. I feel like traveling on a short week is really tough, but the fact that they can just stay in Detroit. Do we like the, the over way- under of fifty four and a half? I like I'll the over. over. Yeah, I like the under on that. I think I like Thanksgiving I, games I think are Detroit's going to have a, a tough time keeping up. Thanksgiving games are pretty high scoring. Um, all right, let's. I'll tell you what. At, you know, I'm going Jamal Williams with an anytime touchdown for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Doc, you didn't make your bet. I know, I know. I what I, I'm going to see what the odds for Jamal Williams two plus touchdowns are. Anytime, yeah, touch, any ball. It's not crazy. To, uh, DeAndre Swift's injuries fully healed. He's getting the work again. Here's <laughs> the anytime he's still These are the uh, anytime touchdown score props. So, you know, we like to get juicy here. Dude, I feel like Jamal Williams is plus money. Crazy crazy. That's crazy, even money. Man. He's, le- he's leading the league in touchdowns. Because nobody, everybody thinks he's used him up for the season. Like, there's no way he can yeah. keep it up. Like, he, he's Doc, the opposite Normally a person thinks that, but not Vegas. Vegas <laughs> is smart enough to give you Minus juice on that. Doc James Cook plus one eighty. He only has one touchdown on there. That's the thing I'm a little bit concerned about. He's not getting the goal line carries. To be fair, I lost a parlay because I did a brother's parlay of him and Dalvin Cook when they played each other, and he got literally (laughs) pushed out inside the one yard line. Jeez, it was so stupid. I won't forget that. Um, Naheem Hines at plus five fifty. No, no, no. (laughs) Jared Goff rushing touchdown, Khalil no. Shakir plus nine hundred. I like a Reggie Gilliam at plus thirteen hundred. <laughs> Do you really? No, you're just being no, no. Fullbacks are getting touchdowns this year. Him and Xander Horvath thirteen hundred like for a full. That's not enough juice for me for a fullback. I I think that's way better than Naeem Hines. I like Khalif Raymond. Khalif Raymond plus three ninety. Mm-hmm. Him and Josh Reynolds pretty much pick them at that point. I know that this is like minus Diggs money, but like Diggs is pretty much guaranteed to get a touchdown. He is. Yeah, he is uh, for sure. He would be good to put in a parlay. 
Uh, let's go to the next game. We got another question here before the next game, David. Offered okay. Mostert and Chubb for D-Hop, Kamara. Thoughts? Why? I think Chubb is too good of a running back to downgrade. Like, Yeah, that. I wouldn't trade Chubb. I mean, he definitely is I, Mostert. I, I see is, why he did it. That's definitely a bit like that's a more if, even. If you're really weak at at wide receiver, I like that because Kamara is is you know you're starting him and you're probably benching most. Or like, and looking at this, you got two starters for one. But I yeah. only like this trade if your if your wide receiver is really really weak. Yeah, if, if you're set at running back and need wide receivers, I'm, I'll. I think I he put his um, roster up earlier. He might be on a different team though, right? No, no, you're right. It's the same team. Playing like nine leagues. So he has Barkley as his other Barkley, Foreman, Patterson, and Mostert. Yeah, he needs help a lot. Not a lot of receivers there. I would do it. Hollywood. Besides, I mean, unfortunately, there was receivers at one point with Jamar and Marquise Brown. (laughs) But they'll come back and he'll be stacked with, uh, but then he might have Hollywood and DeAndre Hollywood. The only one he has that's healthy is DPJ and MVS. Yeah, I, I yeah. think I would do it at the end of the day. Probably makes up. sense. Um, all right, our other Thursday night game, one of the other ones, the Giants and Cowboys. Giants are nine and a half point dogs in this one. Over under a 45 and a half. Fellas, what are you like thinking? That's a big, big spread for a divisional game, and the Giants have a good defense. I like that too. Like, how often I, are division games blowouts? It's fair, but the way the Cowboys have been playing. Compared to how the Giants just play. <laughs> yeah, I think that spread isn't too crazy. And Rick points out Chubb's stock is going up with Deshaun Watson. Same with a lot of the other Browns. Um, the Cowboys yeah, are interesting in the sense, though, that they like they lose to the Packers after the Packers just lost to like the Lions true. prior. And everybody's like talking bad about them. And then they beat an 8-1 to one team, 40-3. to three. Like, that that's just the thing is it seems they're inconsistent, but... I like the over 45 and a half. Do you guys? No. No, I don't. I like the under on that. Cowboys at I, home on Thanksgiving, I feel like, just will put up 30 points on their own. I just don't see the Giants scoring much. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a ground and pound game, try to kill some possession. And oh, that, like with Michael Parson, he could he could spy on uh, Daniel Jones, so we're not going to see that you know 60-yard run games that he seems to have every week. Tony yeah. Pollard minus 150 for any time touchdown seems too easy. I mean, there's a lot of minus money touchdowns. Elliot Pollard, C.D. Lamb, Saquon are all minus money. Schultz is, gets you in the plus money there. Again, nothing juicy so far. Maybe up to plus 260. Darius Slayton at plus 290. Oh, I, I do I'd like take, that. I'd take Noah Brown at plus 320. Um, I would take Dackett. What was it? Plus three hundred. Richie James plus five hundred. Who's now taking the Wandell Robinson role? I actually oh, yeah. think mm. that might be that's, my that's favorite one mm. so far. I know we have. But he's going to have Trayvon Diggs on him in the slot. We can't act like Trayvon Diggs uh, is shut he, down though. Uh, that, that's fair. But I think he's, that's actually. He's I think down. that's more in his favor because Diggs could get a pick or two and then give up a big, uh, big. Yeah. Pass. That's sort of his his way he operates. Yeah. Let's That's do true. our last game real quick here. Patriots and Vikings. Vikings are two and a half point favorites here at home, coming off a 
beat down against the Cowboys over under 42 and a half. I think I like the under. Definitely and, under. And I like the two and a half points for the Patriots here. This could be like a 10-7 game for all we know. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. with you guys on that. I'll agree too. I, I think that we got it. We saw the flaw in the Vikings of their offensive line. Hopefully, I mean, for if you if you're starting Kirk Cousins in a couple leagues like I am, how bad they played that they're gonna get that fixed and come out firing. You're back to um does this count as Kirk Cousins on primetime? It might be because it's a, it's at night. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty nervous about that. I, yeah, you know, somebody was like, "It's a 4:25 game." How's that prime time? I was like, "Well, they had Romo calling." There's there's yeah, three 4:25 games, and the other ones were bad. The yeah. eyes of the nation. Yeah, Ramondre Stevenson and Justin Jefferson are plus money, but Dalvin Cook is minus money. That makes no sense to me. So I feel like it's a Hunter Henry touchdown game. Oh, it's Hunter a Damian Henry. Harris touchdown game. Well, we could let's find those props for you guys. Yeah, Johnny, he looked great yesterday or last. Hunter week. Henry is plus four forty. I also like Jacoby Myers. He's going a while without a touchdown. Where's Damian? Did I miss him? I must have missed him. Yeah, he must be too high up. There he is, yeah. plus one seventy five. He's actually the fourth best odds in this one. I like I like his odds better than Stevenson, to be honest. Yeah, um, Hunter Henry, obviously Tyquan Thornton, a New England defensive touchdown, maybe. Um, get that Jalen Rager. Like New England. Ooh, defensive touchdown. Yeah, what's the odds on New England? I could see Kirk England, pick six or a fumble plus six. Plus 650. I feel like that's oh, not that's great short. for a defense. It's, it's not. No, I want plus 1,000 or more. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And Rick thinks Cousins is bouncing back Mariota style. I'm with it. Well? I, would, I would love that. <laughs> I would be very much ready for that because I'm starting him in Scott Fishbowl and uh, in our uh, home league. Which Brad, oh, yeah. you, Shout out to all of us in Scott Fishbowl. All the TPF fam. I know us four, Jacob finished in fifth place in the regular season too. Jacob, killing it. He did. Uh, shout out to George Kittle for scoring a touchdown at the end of the game to give you the win against me, Brad, because <laughs> I woke up this morning and I was like, how How did they let him score a touchdown at the end? Of, they were up like 21 points in the fourth David quarter. still hasn't seen the touchdown. I haven't. I won't see it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> That's pretty uh, wild. That'll wrap us up here for tonight. Thanks, everybody, for bringing the questions. As always, if you guys are already not subscribed to the Triple Play Fantasy YouTube channel, make sure you guys are subscribed. And, of course, we have a Discord that you can check out that's in the uh, link in the description that you can find all our stuff inside the Discord. And, uh, of course, you can find all of us on Twitter. The Twitter handles are in on the in the YouTube video right next to our names there. And uh, anything to plug, fellas, before we get on and bounce out of here? Nothing? No, just the cool. season. Brad, friendly reminder, could you one-click to start your NBA lineups? You're not even active, bro. <laughs> I love where it comes in here just... <laughs> just says, fix your lineups. Uh, he's he's actually... He's right about that. I'm not, I have not been as active in the, the NBA one. Uh, that's why I had to cut down with some of the leagues I do, because I last year, like, for baseball, I... There it gets like wieldy. There were three leagues I forgot to check, and I was like, as much as I loved accepting invites to leagues and people that I'm friends with, I just was like, it's gonna, I'm gonna neglect the league, and it's not gonna be fair to everybody. It's just hard once you get yeah. too too many. And um, Ray, thank you for checking it out. As always, my friend, we uh, appreciate Love, you 
each and every week. Uh, but that will wrap us up here for Doc, for Brad, for Johnny Foosball. I'm Demendi. We're going to make like a bread truck and we're going to haul these buns. Talk to you guys next week. Have a happy Thanksgiving.